This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3606 for Monday, the 30th of May 2022. Today's show is entitled Infinity is Just a Big Number and Other Proofs. It is hosted by Ken Fallon and is about nine minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is Ken proves mathematically that programming is not easier with maths. Hi everybody, my name is Ken Fallon and you're listening to another episode of Hacker Public Radio. Mathematical joke for you, taking from Ian Stewart's concept of modern mathematics. An astronomer, a physicist and a mathematician are on a train in Scotland. The astronomer looks out the window, sees a black sheep standing in the field and remarks, How odd, all the sheep in Scotland are black. No, 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 says the physicist. Only some Scottish sheep are black. The mathematician rolls his eyes to his companion's muddled thinking and says, In Scotland there is at least one sheep, at least one side of which appears to be black from here, some of the time. Concept of modern mathematics. So, why am I bringing this up? It's in response to Popcorn Episode 2, Programming Mathematics and Asymmetric Literacy. A mathematical proof, folks, is... uh, According to Wikipedia, an irreferential argument for a mathematical statement showing that the stated assumption logically guarantees the conclusion. Okay, and if you wanted to know what that was, I refer you to that joke earlier. Black Colonel put out on The Matrix uh, saying, You don't need to know maths to do programming is like saying you don't need to know how to read in order to write. Technically true, but it makes it way easier. Now, let me simplify that down in the best mathematical way that I can. Knowing maths makes programming way easier. So if we rearrange the problem, there are no humans that ever existed or will ever exist that will not find programming easier having the knowledge of maths. And in response to that, proving he is incorrect, I, Ken Fallon, exist. I do not find programming easier, despite my knowledge of maths. QED, I have proven my point mathematically. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) I never, ever thought I would be standing in front of a mic giving a maths podcast of all things. I absolutely hate is maths. I have only started to enjoy or even tolerate maths recently due to a statement that Klaatu made that maths is a paper form of computer programming. Now, that's what I thought Black Colonel was saying when he made this show. But in actual fact, he went on to talk about the um, about programming um, but, okay, let's let's not be pedantic about this and ignore the 19 other different forms of programming that there are. But he went on to talk about asymmetric uh, lit- literacy. Uh, and that is where, uh, in Chinese writing, um, there's a common writing, but not a common language. So you understand the text and not the language. So... <clears throat> Distilling a showdown a smidgen for you, for those of you who haven't heard it. A computer's CPU has a bunch of instructions 
sets and it tells the computer what transistor operations to perform. There are logical extensions of the instruction sets. There is, uh, there is nothing in programming that is not covered by the instruction set. The same way maths depend on axioms. And I quote here, they are the same thing, the exact same process. And I'm going to quote again, because there are the same thing under the hood. If you understood how to, if you understood how to do maths, you'll understand how to make your programs better because you can write programs in a way that reflects the underlying structure of the computer, which will make the program run more effectively as giving you insight into how errors may be occurring, etc., etc. Now that's may have been, been true. So that is the, the tenant of his argument here. Um, and I will go on to say that when I heard him say that statement, I believed that a familiarity with things like functions, a familiarity with variables like x plus y equals blah, therefore all that whole similarities I thought was related to the syntax of programming, but what he's actually talking about is the axiom of programming. And even though he was wrong with the my understand, if he was arguing as I understood it to be that programming and computers are sim are similar because they share the same sort of functions or procedures and and variable replacement and arrays, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But no, what he's saying is the instruction sets are the underlying instruction sets are the same as the axioms of programming. And that's so ridiculous. I mean, it might have been true back in the day when you're, you've got an assembler and you're programming a chip. But nowadays, you are so far away on all modern computers from, from any layer of hardware abstraction that it's the idea that you're programming to one instruction set is just ridiculous. Programs run on systems that run on Java virtual machines, which have on top of the, which run on Docker containers, which run on virtual machines themselves, spread across multiple clusters, finally hitting different processors, each having their own different instruction set, down to running on multiple cores. It's it it might help programming a specific chip somewhere to do a specific task. If you've got an Arduino and you're, and you're programming uh, using uh, bare metal programming, but nobody programs bare metal now using the old nobody programs. Therefore, I don't, so therefore nobody else does. But the majority of programmers I know do not program at that level and never will. A far better analogy is the real world examples that you may have. So I really do not agree with that that you need maths in order to program and i definitely don't agree that understanding the axioms of mathematics in any way would help you uh, understand the logic of a of a instruction set and also gone through those axioms the axiom of infinity is ridiculous the whole the whole concept of infinity i have come to realize is ridiculous just because we as humans cannot understand the concept that there might be a very, very big number, we assign it the incorrect conclusion that there is infinity. There, there, there does not, I'm not saying that there isn't, but the proof that just because adding another number to 
what do you get if you another, add another number to a no, big number? You get a bigger number. What, but what if I take two big numbers and add them together? Then you have two big numbers. But if I keep doing that to the end of time, well, start. And at some point, time will end for you at least, and you will have a bigger number. But that's it. You will just have a bigger number. So the proof for infinity, in my humble opinion, is there is no such thing. You, you, I have as yet not seen a good proof that infinity exists. Convince me like you would a seven-year-old. So that's my uh, next... <laughs> that's my next poking black kernel with a stick or anybody else, Benny, looking at you. Uh, prove to me infinity exists. And it's, uh, it's, it's just actually so ridiculous. In fact, there is something that computers are perfectly fine at doing. Go, divide a number by zero, what do you get infinity? No, you just don't get a response back because it's a stupid thing. You have people arguing about, oh, the length uh, of the coast of Great Britain is infinite, so it can never be done. Yeah, right, of course it can. You, <laughs> you just get a rope and you go around the, the coast. Of, you, you, you set criteria. You say, okay, where is the coast at, at what point? Or oh, we're talking about high tide, spring high tide, the high tide that, that or low tide on a, on a summer day or whatever. You agree on that. And then you go with a rope the whole way around. Oh, but what if you had a thinner rope? Yeah, then you agree on the size of the rope because we're engineers. We're living in the real world. <sighs> Don't get me started. Really. I've been looking up uh, YouTube videos to find out about infinity, actually. And they all... All of them have the explanations. Yeah, that if you keep adding another one number to another number, then it goes on forever. Nah, nah, I'm not convinced. Tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, you click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.